0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brown Load History. You are getting a special little bonus podcast coming your way right now because we felt this man deserved it. He's given us countless albums, numerous hit songs, songs that are still just as strong today as they were when they came out nearly 30 years ago. We had a right good reminisce and a proper chat with the legend, and we don't use that word easily, the legend that is Bali Segu. Shall we start? One, two, one, two, three, four. Bali Segu, welcome to the brown load for the very first time. Hey, let's give it hey, a round of hey, hey, hey. Hey. Right. hey, guys.
1: Thank you for calling me, man.
0: No, but this is big. And I tell you, all three of us have been feeling a sort of mix of nerves and excitement, which I don't, I'll be honest, I don't get. I don't get as apprehensive, anxious about an interview as I have done, or a chat, it's not really an interview, as I have done today. I've Honestly, I didn't feel this with any of the Bollywood stars, anybody else that I oh. do with you. Why is that, Bally? Why am I feeling that way?
1: Maybe you get a good taste in music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we all have. We all have. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I say that. That's pretty sweet of you, man. That's really nice. Um, it's good good to talk to you guys, man, obviously, you know.
0: Yeah, so. it's, because, it's because, I think it's because of what you represent. And that's why I wanted to have this, this chat. That's why we want to have this chat, because it's so big what you have done for us and our lives and music that I know I've said it on Twitter and I've said it to people and I, and I play the songs and, and, on the radio and, and everywhere we go. But you really did change my life. And I, and I just want to start off with that and say that that's, I'd, I'd, I can't help but think if it wasn't for your music at that time in my life, I don't think I would have been into music in the same way as I am today. Um, but you, do you hear that a lot? You must hear that a lot.
1: No, I mean, obviously it's nice when people, you know, kind of go back and say that how they were touched with, you know, what I started back in the days, because I've been making music since the seventies, Tommy, you know, but oh, I mean, wow. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it took a long time for me to say, Hey, Tommy, here's my music. It didn't happen like, you know, so quickly. You know, I mean, it took me a long, long time. I mean, from my little mixtapes and my bedroom setup, um, But it's really, really nice when people all over the world kind of like say, okay, you know, well, my parents are, you know, uh, biggest fans of yours and I'm also your fan and I'm 25 years old. And I'm like, wow, you wasn't even around when my songs were around. And you're like...
0: No, but I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Because I get people, I get, I get like girls coming up to me and they're like, you know, mid-twenties and they go, oh, Tommy, Tommy. you go, yeah, yeah, my mum loves you. And you're like, no, 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 no. This would not even be my cool status at all. But you're okay. You're multi-generational. You've accepted it. Maybe I need to accept it. That's what, that's what it is. You oh, just- it's good. I mean, as long as you
1: touch people, I mean, that's the whole thing with my music, you know. um, That's what music is about. It touches people in many different ways, man. And, I'm so glad that you know these people have all these great stories about how their children were born to my music and <laughs> how they were related to certain songs in the back of a Nesco or car or something. You know? oh, wow. <laughs> oh
2: wow. Wow. Um, back in so, the fiesta days. Yeah. So Valley, you just going back to where you said, you know, you said you started off in your in your bedroom. I think you it's known as you could labeled it as Currywood Studios Cur- back, yeah. CWS, back in the CWS man. Day. CWS. Love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And what, what what was it? What was that first kind of beat or track that you made and you thought, actually, I'm quite good at this?
1: Well, I mean, I, you know, without going, taking too much time, I mean... Oh, we, no, we go all
2: the time. We go all the time <laughs> in the we, world. Give, give us, give us I want to, I want to know that this. moment, that yeah. Bally Segu moment that went, actually, I might do more of this. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, everyone knows I've you know, been brought up in Birmingham, um, you know, I went to Highgate School. And since I was about twelve years old, uh, I was buying music and I was buying uh, songs and mainly all black music and disco music, etc. And I was buying seven inch, seven inch records from a, a shop called Don Christie on Ladybird Road. And I used to get my week's dinner money and buy one record, and it was like my my dinner money all went to this one record. And I just kept buying seven inch records and building them up from there, from all you know, Bob Marley stuff, uh, Boney M. Um, you know, um, it was mainly. The disco black music scene, Motown, uh, you know, uh, to the Jackson 5, um, Barry White. uh, You know, I mean, it was all this kind of stuff, man. And, you know, I soon got into the whole reggae vibe from the Birmingham style of things. You know, I mean, Steel Pulse, uh, you know, and I was constantly just playing around way. Let me take the bass off this song and see if I can make it thinner so that it doesn't clash with this song. And I was doing cassette tape mixing. So I would be pausing on one cassette. (laughs) And I'll be playing this cassette and, and holding the pause and trying to let it go and see if this stays in sync with this one. It was called looping, but I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> I was trying to loop a song to go with here, and it would fall out of sync after a while. But then I kept doing it and kept doing it, and I got I got better at it, man. And then, uh, yeah, and it kind so of went wh- from there. Who taught you that? Who, t- who said, oh, this is – lo- I mean, where does that – I know, you know,
0: you, obviously, you're, obviously you've always been into music, all oh, great, but that's, that's the genius bit. That's the bit when you went, I know, I'm going to put that on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, re, I even remember certain songs that I was listening to. And, you know, it could be anyone from, uh, you know, uh, Barry White or someone. And, you know, now, I want this to repeat. How can I get this to repeat? Record that onto the cassette, stop it from there, and then record the same part again. Now, I keep repeating that. I keep repeating that. Then I'm like now what can I put on top of this now? And then I'll think of something else and I will see if I can do that. And I was chopping my cassettes with a screwdriver, with a scissors, yeah. just to get the cassette along. And you know, going back to old school time, Tommy, yeah. remember cassettes had a leader at the start, the leader tape. Yeah, 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 the little blank bit. Yeah, I did not want that blank bit, man. I want the cassette to start. <laughs> so I said, chop the leader. And I'm like, start immediately, man. And now it's like in. And then, yeah, and I would just do all these different things and I'd just chop up the songs and I'd be extending all the songs and I got better at doing this. And I was like, I don't know what it was called. I don't know what it's called remixing. I don't know what it's yeah. called DJing. I'd play a cassette in my classroom and the kids would be dancing. It's what you call being a DJ today. I don't know. I was 12 years old. It was 1976.
3: And sort of being a DJ, that, that that's what I am now. now I'm, that's what I, I mean, sort of before COVID, that's what I do. And I still, to this yeah, day... Yeah, have I'm you still... cut a tape, <laughs> such? I haven't, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> a <laughs> cut a tape. Oh, I haven't I'll cut get a tape, the but, time. I, but I tell you... So look, how this... can you do
1: a mixtape without a tape? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, the first tape I ever bought in my life, and I'll never forget this, 1992 was Essential Ragga. That was the first... Oh first tape that i yeah. ever bought and i thought and, and you know it was the first kind of bit time that I got into your music and i thought wow this is next level compared to all the sort of banger music that we've been listening to so far you know like over sort of uh, the last few years and it was just kind of like you know the thing that blows my mind even to this day is like i was five years old when i got essential Ragga, and oh I'm, still, God. I'm i'm still <laughs> DJing. i'm still i'm still a <laughs> yeah man, but I'm staying now to sort of uh, uni students like before COVID and um, I still play Mera watcher like in a club And, and you know, like you, you hear sort of 18 yeah. year olds still going crazy to it So, yeah.
1: you know, h- h- how's it that, sort of <laughs> sexual healing man, that's a Marvin Gaye sexual healing <laughs> Mera Longa is a sexual healing for our, our Asian music, yes. you know what I mean I think whenever you play, whenever you play, from auntie, uncle to mom and dad, every little kid in the place <laughs> When you sort
3: of, you know, when you put that out in 92, did you think that it'd sort of, you know, be here 30 years later? Like, you know, what what was it? I didn't put it out in
1: 92. I put it out in 91. It was on Star Crazy. The Essential Ragga was the dub mix. I actually put the song out in 91. The main song is on Star Crazy, which came out in 91. And then I just did the dub version on Essential Ragga. But I mean, obviously at the time... um, I mean I didn't know. I thought I'm going crazy and I shouldn't be putting a rap in there because all my aunties are gonna say,
2: Eggie <laughs> can buy it, a you know,
1: um, that's, another, that's another story, but I was yeah. like, can I put the rap in there? Uh, can I get this sort of blend? Because obviously I was heavily into uh, you know Gregory Isaacs and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And the same... 12 than 12 than 12 so I was, I was like, I want to make it Lover's Rock is what it's called. So I was going to make the reggae song, and I wanted to have that real ingredients, And that was a big chance I took. I was like, I'm spoiling the song. It's the same with Churalia, really. I was always like, shall I, put, <laughs> shall I put a rap in this midsection or should I not put it in there? Because there's the guys who always say, why have you put a rap in there? Then you get the ones who didn't. And I think that was the beauty about Cheshire Cat, man. His rap really was... Yes. Just nice on the ears. Yeah, and right. it wasn't too like... E-ki-ken-daya, e-ki-ken-daya. You know, it, was, it, yeah. was, it worked. And I think and most people thought it was nice. And that's quite
0: true for like reggae rappers in, gen- in general. It's a nice sound. It's a soothing sound. Yeah. It's a soothing it rap. I mean, lovers rock
1: you know, okay, is all soft, man. It's all lovers rock. <laughs> reggae music, lovers rock music, is all this kind of stuff like Barry Salmon and stuff, you know? And, and those are love songs for reggae lovers. Yeah. So I thought, let's have a love song. For uh, reggae lovers in Punjabi, Lovely. and it wasn't done before, was it? <laughs> no. That's why it just <laughs> went, off, <and> <laughs> went <laughs> off I
3: had
1: no idea it was gonna go off. So it was going to go so you know big, and then India's going to love it. I was like, I wasn't even sure if India going to get into it, because India has never been big on the reggae scene. It's always been a bit of a, a specialty thing for them guys. Even today, yeah. reggae isn't as big out there, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you you go to India all the time on yeah. there. People still aren't that big on reggae, and we love reggae, especially, especially this part of the world, because yeah. that's what we've grown up with. I've grown up with. My first love for music was reggae, not Beatles, not rock music. Uh, my dad was Elvis Presley, and my record collection, my dad's record collection, wouldn't fit in this room. Yeah, oh, wow. So yeah, my dad's got you know all the records from Africa. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was heavy into, I mean, everybody was into Beatles, but I personally... I wasn't into beatles so you know i was more into the whole like i said the that, radio thing.
0: that's where it comes from that's what's running yeah. through you that
1: mix that's why that i can't it. make music like the beatles
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we don't we don't want you to make music like the beatles though um <laughs> yes. because let's just, it, so, you know let's go back to the, the the key words you mentioned and that was the churalia because so i don't know if you know about this but this and this all works in a beautiful way on the brown load and we us three really believe like this. If you if you keep talking about things in a good way and it all kind of comes to fruition in such positivity. a beautiful way, yes. Uh-huh. And so three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we were talking about new cars that we bought. Satch got a new car, I got a new car. For the first time in a very long time, I got a car that's kitted up with 11 speakers in it. It's got a subwoofer and, uh-huh. and it's a beautiful sound system. I mean, it, you know, I haven't had that in a long time since I had the 6 by 9s when I was 17. So... <laughs> So, and we were talking about it on the podcast, and I said, you know what, guys, there's only one tune to test that, because I haven't done it in years. I said, there's only one tune. I said, mm. and so I got the boys to guess, you know, what it could have been, and we, you know, and I said, well, it was only going to ever be Juralia Sagu and, and the only reason I know that is because, and I've never read any inlay cover ever in my life, but I read the, the single inlay cover with the lady with the eyes on it, and it says, Be careful. This was going to might blow up your 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 subwoofer in in brackets. It's called the woofer destruction mix. Love it. So I thought I'll whack it on. (laughs) And my word. I mean, (laughs) the car was shaking and uh, it it was unbelievable. And we spoke. Then we asked Satch, obviously, who's our music man. But let's just hear it from Mr. Bali Sagu himself. What should the settings be for our woofer, <laughs> the mid-range, what, treble. May, what should it be to get the pure, orgasmic Bali Sagu hey, shout? This it is you. it. Oh, and wow.
0: nobody, nobody should ever challenge this going exactly. forward now. This that's it. it. Bali Sagu survival. has said it. Whatever this is, if he says turn all the bass off, then that's what you've got to do now. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is sound system Baba, right? Sound system Guru. Go on and tell us.
1: Well, I mean, firstly, I mean, I totally do... Um, I agree with you. I think, you know, the whole idea with Juralia was that it will demolish any speaker system, guarantee all your money back. <laughs> and it was kind of made like that. And the, the secret in the mix for me is that I mixed the song uh, well below what the bass was playing at anyway. But the thing was, there was no distortion, there's no clipping, um, and it's a combination of two bass sounds. People mm-hmm. have asked me, how was that bass sound read? It was a mm-hmm. combination. But the whole thing was that the more louder you play the song, the more nicer it sounds, but it yes. doesn't distort. If it distorts, then you got some speakers, man. Yes. Yes. But You know, it should not distort. And when you're playing it louder, there's a certain point where obviously, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to peak now, you know. But it, it just sounds so nicer because the bass is so deep. It's so nice. It's so, um, it's you know, clean. It's, it's just clean. It's, it's clean. And every sound system, you know, the car magazine that came out and they had top 10 world music songs and my song. Churalia, as they say, Churalia, <laughs> was always in there. Like, these are the 10 songs. And there was a ch- uh, Japanese song in there. And there was the, this Indian song in there called Churalia. And there was a few other songs. And I always, like said, these are the 10 songs to, to test your sound system on. And I think to this day, there has not been another track uh, that can go anywhere near that. It's the the bass line in Churalia. Even my black friends were all like, Churman, this track is a <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like, yeah. But credit to you, again, <laughs> you know, back then, you know, like you say, the equipment and what you would have had to mix it through and all of that that you're using, it, it was nowhere near, nowhere yeah, near it what it is analog. now. Yeah, and so I for mean, you to do you that, that's
3: a producer's ear. And that's why I think it sounds better because it was all analog because you can't, you can't make like, the, the, yeah, those I sort mean, of
1: songs anymore. I think, well, you can, you can if you have the gear. But if you... Um, If you listen to all those tracks from that time, you'll always hear that they sound slightly different than how songs sound today. Obviously, all the digital stuff that nowadays and how we consume the music. But for me still, if you play all these Motown tracks and if you play all these old school tracks, they always put a big smile on your face because they just sound so warm. They just sound so clean. And it's not about the loudness. It's not like how the 808 has to really thump um, because... Today, everyone's on that whole thing about your 808 has to read thump hard and then your track sounds great. But a lot of times, it's distorting. It's, pe- it's, it's, just, it's messing up the whole bottom end of your song and everything is not clean. Simplicity and the simplest of the song is all you need. I mean, that's why like some of my tracks, they've, made, they've been made so simple and the drum beat is so uh, thin because the bass line is just pumping on that bottom end and that's the whole idea with songs like Juralia, um, May Booba, Booba. There's certain tracks where, you know, there's nothing should be clashing. I mean, I'm going to get boring now on those frequencies, basically. So, you know, you've got to be careful. And nowadays, it's not just about the bass and the mid and the tre- treble. And let me just thin it out from there now. And, and I've always been into that, like, you know, is the hi-hats clean? Are they, you know, spitting? Uh, is the level of the vocal at the right level? Because Indian people like their vocals loud, man. And I'm like, you know, your vocals shouldn't be up there, like Bollywood songs, especially. Yeah. Their vocals are out here, yeah. and I'm like, the music is down here. And all you have, and it's just piercing, and they're like, oh, well, we've got to hear the lyrics. I'm mean, like, oh, so the English people can't hear lyrics, and the Jamaican yeah. people can't hear lyrics. Yeah. So a lot of, lot of the Bollywood guys mix their songs heavy, heavily with the vocals loud, and I'm always having this argument with my Shahrukh Khan, uh, Kuch Kuch <laughs> all my early day uh, mixes, obviously. <laughs> They were like, can you push the page up on the vocal? I'm like, no, no. But <laughs> well, your vocal is staying here. <laughs> if I push it up, it's just too much. And I always had this argument with a lot of my stuff, songs that I was doing when I was doing all the Bollywood stuff, where I don't have 100% control.
2: So, so but like, we haven't given us the answer yet, though. So the bass is on nine. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> the, the mid-range, what? Because no. honestly, I don't know. No. no one knows this. Everyone, I just everyone just pings it around whenever they feel like it. Where should the treble? No, what what, what what what? Bally's well, saying I, is I, it
0: shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter yeah. because the, really? the track
2: should be so well
0: produced that it should sound good no matter where it is. Is where you. I, I, I
1: I'll give you a simple answer to that. The bass, the base should be where it turns you on the most. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There go. We
0: go. Which is in Kedge's boot, which makes sense because that's where Kedge gets stand on. <laughs> but that's a whole different podcast, Bally. That's a whole movie.
1: different. That's a whole different family <laughs> viewing show. Yeah. I don't let's, know.
0: Not, <laughs> let's not go there. Listen, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna run these names because just in case some young cats out there, I'm not talking about Cheshire, um, are listening to this podcast. Listen to these songs: Meralonga, Vacha, Jodaleo. We've spoken about Jugni. We haven't
1: even touched on Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. oh, no. yeah, I I just, it's almost the same scale
0: there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, it's London scale. That's what that is. That's oh, right there. That's Essex that scale. That was Mokit's scale there, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was Mokit's scale. Come on. Well, surprise, surprise, love. Mokit's here. Come on <laughs> yeah. out, love. Come on out. Come on, say hello to Bali. Oh, um, oh. Guru Nal okay. ish- right. Oh, all the Nusrut stuff. There was Jinnah Sonah, Dam Dam Ali, but also, I got my favorite is Jewel. Jewel is... Oh. I made that sleeve su- myself,
1: man. Tight, budget, man. Tight budget, man. Tight budget.
0: I designed the cover myself. No, no. Stop there. Fun. Look at his excitement. I'm talking about the song he produced, and he went, I made the sleeve. I made the <laughs> sleeve. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, he also made the yeah. song. Remember?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I finished the record. One afternoon, I ran down to the printer shop on Lady Bird Road and I said, dude, my record's coming out tomorrow. Can you just take this image and just put this uh, black image there with the, the, the Arabic sort of jewel writing like this? On? Is that good? Yeah, left, right. Yeah, just that there, perfect. Print it. And then it came out. And I was like, wow.
0: It's, again, you know, you, you, again, you've got hit songs under your belt. For, for a song to... Hit. So many things have got to come together. Timing, the vocal that you sample, the bass that you use, the beats, you know. And we know.
1: I didn't sample the vocal. He recorded the vocal for me. Big oh, difference. Wow. That. wow. It, okay. It, it, you know that I work with Nusrat Daddy Khan, don't you? Yes.
0: yes. But I, I didn't know because of the song's I, I, so I big.
1: Did, I, just, I, I didn't sample the vocal. No. That was a fresh vocal. for me, man. Nusrat sang the song. What, he, what did he think of it?
0: Was... What did he think of Jewel? Oh, your, your
1: vision. I mean, it's, it's magic touch, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, it's from, you know, my magic touch time. So, yeah, Nusrat sang, he sang all those songs, especially for me. Amazing. For me, for my, my,
2: dad, my dad used to make me watch Nusrat Fatali Khan every, I think it was, what was it, on the weekend mornings, on, on a Saturday or Sunday, they used to sit there and they used to come on Channel 4 often. And we used to, we had to, he forced us to watch it. And I didn't really get it. I didn't enjoy it. But thank you, Bali, for connecting those two worlds together. Because when you remixed all the Nustra stuff, I went, Dad, that's that bloke that we used to watch in the morning. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was that that was the very first time I was listening to music with my dad because we both wow. had we both had that moment of, well, he came from the Nustra side. I came well, this is really hip and cool and funky, Bali sagu. And and that was for me was the first time I started listening to music with my dad, and then obviously Bollywood flashback where he oh. knew the songs "Rup and I thought, oh yeah, the Rubicon advert, and and you know, and and it was just it was it was that that you know again I know this is not about us just you know saying this because we're here, but. I think for a lot of people, you made a lot of generations of, music, uh, of families listen to music together. And I think that, that you know, you, that is okay. definitely on you. And now
0: and now you're in a band with your dad and you're available for weddings. Uh, so if anyone wants <laughs> to book Kej and his dad, because it all started, <laughs> they started singing Nusrat songs together. It's well,
1: the, I'm always looking for singers. I'm always looking <laughs> <singers>. for
0: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, Not that no, one. No. Enough
1: vocalists. Oh, but you know, I mean that's really good, man. Really nice for you to. but again say
0: that. on that note, so it's not just singers actually. I wanna to just touch on the the rappers that you used because um the rappers that you had were, were really good. There was the girl who she sort of sounds she was when I'm walking down the road, they call me Sony. You know, there was that yeah, one. There's that, there, that there, was
1: that was like, my, oh. my yeah. lyrics there. I told her uh, uh, yeah. looking looking very Sony." Duh- yeah, because na- 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 yeah. I'm rush, me. Miss Lee. That was Miss Lee.
3: Miss Lee,
1: yeah, yeah. But I mean she was Miss Lee. Yeah.
0: There you are, putting in that little bit of, you know, Punjabi Hindi, whatever you want to call Sony. It's a universal word. Yeah, and um but that's what rappers I know like Mist from Birmingham is doing that now, you know, like. It's still being done. Just dropping in the odd word because it's multicultural Birmingham. That's all running free. I still know all the words. Why do I know this? If my wife sends me to Tesco, I forget in about 15 minutes what I was there to get. <laughs> I literally stand uh, there looking around the eyes thinking, oh, God, if I ring her, I just show that I wasn't listening. But yeah, I can go, oh, chiribbity, ribbity, ribbity, bum, swing, 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 oh, swing. Wow. I, can, I can do that. Watch out. <laughs> all the girls here, here I know. In the <laughs> near, about bitty, in a very sexy. Well, oh, see, oh. I can do all of that. Right, but I don't know. Oh, it was eggs. Oh, eggs. That was it. You know, uh, that, wow. I'm impressed, did, Tommy. I'm impressed, man. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, like, when they walk in a talk, it's a true fantasy. Nice long legs, missy. Very pretty. They throw them away. you know, they're, they're cha-
1: What is Chacha ready? Is it Chacha ready for the? No, to do no, the cha- no, no. He doesn't say Chacha. Uh, he doesn't say Chacha. He said them cha- Chashan, Chashan. He says Chashan. Chacha. Um,
0: what's that yeah, is that fashion okay some, maybe. Some, Ch-
1: yeah, um, you look on the head
0: and you see the air silky nice yeah. and look bogat bogat it's pretty i don't know what i just i put in a bogat i don't know what the word is <laughs> You
1: know what? we should ask the man we should you're ask you yes. <laughs>
0: and and okay. i also like them bit, whether you are indian or you are chinese because what that's still sticking with asia i think i would have okay. gone indian or whether you are hawaiian Something like that, but it doesn't rhyme. You know, no, you to, no, you no, say,
1: no, that never yeah. doesn't work. Trust me. <laughs> Leave it to the expert, all right? <laughs> do <laughs> Hawaiian you, doesn't work. But, uh. do, do
0: you sing along with them with the songs when you're walking? Do, are yeah, your songs, yeah, hey, absolutely. absolutely.
1: Um, you know, I, I mean, it's actually similar. I mean, you know, certain raps, um, certain the Cheshire Cat, you know, like, you know, bend down low and whine your ways, keep a smile on your sexy face. face. Certain things... Hey, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and then obviously he mentions my name, and you're not big up Bali, you are my <laughs> partner. Because yeah. when it comes to the lovers, you're big, bold, yeah. yeah, Um he goes, <laughs> Yeah, so he mentions my name just there. But I mean, at least his raps were quite soft, that's why I think people got into it yes. because people have, always, people have uh, asked me in India as well when I'm out there that don't even speak English, like what are the words he's saying there? Because this is what I think he's saying. And they have their interpretation of what he's saying. And I'm like, dude, some of the stuff we don't even know and we understand completely. So, But it's so nice that people try to uh, sing along to his raps because not a lot of people sing along to raps, man. (laughs) We give it a go. We give it a go. We (laughs) fail
2: miserably. (laughs) Right. So, Bally, I'm going to now move it on to another thing, another memory that I have, which was uh, a moment where we all gathered around the telly in 1996, I think it was, because obviously Top of the Pops was uh, the show to oh. watch. And Dumbinjia <laughs> is on the oh. bloody telly. And she's singing in, in that Indian language that we all know about. <laughs> and all these white people are watching you. And I'm like, yeah. what a moment that was. Because all of a sudden, for me, that was like, yeah, we can be quite cool. And, and that was, I mean, what was that? Talk, tell me about doing all of that, the Top
1: of the Pops moment? Well, first of all, let me just correct you there. It wasn't Thumbinjia, it was Dil Cheese. Dil Cheese, Dil Dil Cheese, cheese. that's it, Dil Cheese, yeah. Dil Cheese was the song that, well, both my songs went mainstream, um, but Dil Cheese was the song that we charted with in 1996, and then we did Top of the Pops. uh, We did National Lottery. Remember when we were on the National Lottery? Lottery? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and that was a big thing, man. I mean, I think, I don't know. 50, 45 million people tuned in. More than half the country was watching that night. Wow. Um, so that was a big moment, really. And then obviously I was on top of the pops. Then I got the awards from the Spice Girls. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was a big moment because we're now mainstream. I mean, I was at uh, Westlife and a few of the guys uh, that were there. I don't remember who was number one that, on that uh, particular week, but we were number 12 in the charts and then yeah. we went on top of the pops. And the guy, the guy who was hosting, he goes... And there they are, Bally Shagu. <laughs> 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 oh, of the band, name of the band. Uh, no, it's not the name of the band. No, um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, but it was really great because all the people that were standing around, they actually thought we were going to be tablets and sitars and we're going to be some restaurant background music or something. And they were all like, damn. Because <laughs> even the, even, um, the, the bass line in uh, Dilchi's uh, and Tumbinjia are really nice. Uh, I mean, I don't like saying that myself, but those no, are similar kind of bass lines that you, that you guys will enjoy from my other songs. Yeah. So they have, they have a really rooty, deep bass line, which just robs in the place. I mean, even in the top of the parts and when the song was playing and everyone's like, damn, this isn't an Indian song. I'm like, "Yeah, who, who said this was an Indian song? It's just the language. The music yeah. is not Indian at all
0: so that's interesting that's interesting because what you what i think you did was you brought confidence so where we normally i think at that era we were nervous about our brownness right and we kept that music to ourselves we didn't blare our songs from the car because it sounded like foreign oh, yeah. people's music yeah. and you and you you've know, you been on top of the pops you putting those bass lines on you making it what we would call street cred and really cool i mean you know your samples that you use, all that. Ah! You know, all that kind of stuff, right? Oh, I can do how, it all How was it a <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: What the hell, man?
0: What is that? That's one of the songs. That's on one of the songs, isn't it? Because I know Shakti yeah, yeah. yeah. used it as well. Uh,
1: Chuck we him, do, him. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where, you know, uh, you know, everyone was like, pump up the bungalow, pump up yeah, the bungalow, yeah. pump up the jam, Mars, uh, yeah. you know, um, and probably the most sampled loop of all time A.S. Kid Adirani. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. Probably one of the most sampled loops, I think. Um, and yeah, I mean, everyone was, I mean, when you went back to my first album, Wam Bam, that was plastered with all these uh, samples. Because if you remember back in the day, sample albums were coming out with all these uh, different effects on there yeah. from the breakdown sometimes. times. And so I put those samples in this particular project, which is called Wam Bam. Bam. And in there, there was loads of different things, like, the aim of this government is to make everyone as miserable as possible. (laughs) (laughs) That's your vocal, remember? And there was all these different different little sound effects that were coming in and out there. It was basically me having fun with a sampler. And it was the first time, because growing up, those tools weren't there, you know? I mean, up to 1994, all of my music was made on an Atari computer, 1040, with a green screen. (laughs) I had no uh, 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 MIDI, I mean, I only had MIDI, I didn't have audio. So all my audio was coming from my uh, samplers. So we were recording everything on tape. So mm-hmm. we only had a certain amount of time that we could record. And so we had to clean up the vocals, top of everything, repeat the line. So whenever a singer is repeating the same line, we would just repeat it. And now, obviously, you have so much time now to do whatever you want. And so we had to cut things up and put them in there and think, OK, because I had an Akai sampler... Um, And then, you know, we only had three minutes of sample time. And I was like, okay, what can we put in there? And how can we do things? And, oh, I mean, these are the times that I was like, I want to put this sample in there. Oh, you can't. No more memory. Okay, let me take that sample out. Can I put this sample in there? Uh, uh, Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. So we can't go, uh... (laughs) Got,
0: oh. <laughs> it's like how much money have i got i, I, yeah. I can't afford a, i can't afford a full uh can you just give me an uh, instead I, I think i've said that in some clubs actually i don't maybe it
1: and uh, this is how it was ben. i'm like okay fine we can cheat for a lot of a whole reverb on there oh uh, with a whole reverb and then, this is how we would be like okay we've got 11 second sample time left
3: Wow. But, but I think it's it's funny you say that, like with, with sort of chopping up and you're saying you ain't got enough memory and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, when, when sort of Bali Segu songs came out, we, you know, they were known for being sort of like um big pieces of work in the sense of like the time. They were quite long songs. Some of the remixy sort of bits were, I think there was one track that was like sort of 11 minutes long or something like that. And we're just yeah. like, you know, uh, like, why does this not happen now? Like, <laughs> you know, like I think, I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was just the time. Yeah.
1: And also, I mean, you know, I mean, Turalia took me three months to make. I mean, who spends on a song? Um, Average average time was six months for me on an album. And every year I'd give you two tapes. That was my track record. Two albums every year. Why? Because it was six months per album. And I I don't think, you know, people are not going to spend that kind of, I mean, I've just spent so much time on my album. But, I mean, people don't spend so much time now. um, And that's just the way it is. Some people do, obviously, but not everyone does. They want it in india some of these guys are making tracks overnight wow
0: yeah and let's get on to this now then the new album this is what's happening okay sunday the 28th of march 2021 bali sagu your new album called next L- next L- comes out that's all I- that's the only okay, next i'm going to yeah. explain yeah next L- i'm not can we say the name are we allowed to presume no. what the name is no did you say really no really
3: Okay. Can, um, can, can, so we we, we, can we guess? Can we guess? Can I mean, we guess? I mean, everyone's already guessing,
1: and I think by today's uh, letter that I uploaded, people have got the idea now. But however well, you I, never know, you have to watch his face.
0: <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain to anybody who doesn't know. So, what Bally's been doing over the last few days is just releasing one letter of the album's name on Twitter. So this is what I saw, and you know, you said it, it was started off with N because it was from one of your albums, and then as we're going, on, it's kind of nice. Everyone's playing along with it, and yeah. it's picking up. There. And even I went, oh yeah, what are we up to now? Day five, okay. So I went, oh yeah, okay. okay. So he's, so you've done N E X T, and we've got an L, so we 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 can guess. Yeah. Is, um,
1: you I'm, know. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that people have been enjoying it, really. I mean, the amount of people that have been going, Bally, what an idea from your own albums. I mean, not many people can say they have so many albums to choose from. But I'm like, dude, I've got to like that loads.
0: But you've always been a bit of a tease because you're the only person I know who teased uh, like Wham Bam. No, hey, listen. I, I, you know, I was there. I was there. I was there in the club, and you never looked at me once. <laughs> you little tease. No, I mean, no, in the in the way that in the way that you did those little teasers of your albums, and those uh, those, and they would go. I remember having the teaser of Wham Bam yeah. Two Forever, and yeah. I don't I don't know if it was being a kid and things just feel like they take forever. But Wham Bam Two felt like it took forever to come yeah. out. We and it yeah. kept getting did it kept getting pushed back or delayed or something. Because, th- but that built the hype. It added to it.
1: Well, I mean, it wasn't deliberate, Tommy. Um, it, was quite, it, was, it, was quite, it was just Asian people, Tommy. So. <laughs> I mean, what happened was, obviously, it was 1992, man. Um, and obviously, I called it the second massacre. And, uh, and the little adverts that I put on the end of the albums, they really went down really, really well, because it was a free advert on the end of the album. And yeah. um, the, uh, the guy who worked in the studio used to make the tea for us. It was his voiceover, because I loved his voice. His name was Clive. Um, the Massacre. Wham, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, can, can you give me a voiceover like Barry White? He goes, I can't talk like Barry White. I said, just give me a deep voice, man. And so he went on the mic. He said, what do you want me to say? I said, just big up my album, man. And then I gave him some words. And everyone really enjoyed it so much. I was like, dude. And the, the beat that I put in behind there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, hurry, he, ba, he, he, yeah. and then the reggae bass line. And that just worked so well. I was like, dude, we should make a song. This loop <laughs> sounds <laughs> amazing with this. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. Well, okay, so coming up to So now with this new album, with, with let's just working title, let's just call it Next Level. Right? I hope I haven't got it really wrong. Uh, by the time this podcast out, everyone will know. But where do you go with it? What does Bali want to do with this album?
1: I think it's more about me. This is what I want to listen to. This is what I want to make. I don't need to prove anything to the world Tommy. Mm. You know, I've I've done so much. I've achieved so much. You know, I've done all the not I've, I've done a lot of nice things and I'm glad that I've touched so many people with my music. So now it's just like let me make some songs that I really love to make and enjoy and I hope that you also like them and enjoy them, you know. And that's what I've done on this album, you know? There's something for everyone, you know? There's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Uh, and, and that's the whole idea of this album, you know? I mean, what else can I say?
0: But your this and that are so broad, that's the thing. So it can be, it can be fusion stuff, it could be, you know, you've got, you have got, you could probably ring up any Bollywood person to come into a studio, you know, Bollywood singer, to, to, to give you a, a new vocal, to give you remix stuff. We, we love, we've always loved, you know, going back in the day, you know, what you, how you've re-versioned music. So, does that become the thing you lead with, or do you say, no, actually, I'm going with, I'm I'm mean now. I don't have to reversion other people's songs. I can. Yeah, I I mean,
1: actually, let me just tell you something. I haven't done a lot of remixes in my career. People always get confused. There's a big difference between a remix and a cover version. Yeah. I haven't done so many remixes. In fact, hardly any. I've done more covers. Hey, Jamal, Tutak, Tutak was a remix. Shahrukh Khan's Kuch Kuch all were remixes. We mm. did be Dylan Dustani and all these Shahrukhans were the vocals from Narayan and, and all the multi-tracks from Sony. And then we did all the remixes for them. Those singers didn't sing for me. All these are the songs Ali are. They're not remixes. They're cover versions. It's like us singing a Bob okay. Marley song. One right. love. That's not a remix, is it?
0: No, I see what you mean. So you've got it because you've re recorded everything, remade it's a all the parts. You've built yeah, we've,
1: re- okay. we've remade the song, but we've got new music. I mean, Churalia, again, lots of new pieces. Same as my other songs. There's a lot of new pieces that have been introduced in there. Um, so so is people, this, is yeah, this an album of like, covers? The then? Remix. Yeah. Um, uh, no, this is this is a new album, uh, but I'm not going to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is a new album. And again, my biggest thing about, I think everyone always says, I always look for new singers. And I've done that with all of my albums pretty much to this from day one. I've worked with the best of the Bollywood singers and I've worked with the best Punjabi singers in the world. And I love working with a guy who, you know, is busking on the road and or if a guy's working in Pizza Hut. I mean, I'd work with a lot of different vocalists, man. I don't care about who's your parents or your background. I just want to see how you sound on the microphone, and that's what matters to me.
2: I've got to ask you before, because I know we're, like, you know we're coming to an end of this, but I was dying to ask you this, because I'm such a fan, and you're talking about singers, and you were on the history tour with Michael Bloody Jackson. Sorry, but you're the closest thing I know that gets me to Michael Jackson, Bally Sagu Now, can you give us an insight on what that was like? I remember seeing little clips of you DJing. What... Did you no, mean? We, Did you talk
1: to him? We, we didn't DJ that night. We were doing a live show. We had musicians and the whole band. Um, but yeah, I mean that was the whole history tour. Michael Jackson went to India for his tour, and I was mainstream, and they needed a mainstream artist as well. And luckily for us, you know, I mean Dil Cheese was you know mainstream. He was from Page News. The president of India called me to the palace to invite me for carrying the flag wow. and having music. Wow. Wow. In the charts, yeah, and I was in the palace with my kurta, the whole you know outfit, and I got the photographs as well. And it's great when the president of the country saying, "Well done for taking your song into mainstream," because it's the first time in history it's happened. So Michael Jackson history tour, man, and yeah, it was brilliant. Fifty thousand people, and there. Juralia on that sound system. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh you, think my. you think your car was bad. <laughs> bad? You should have heard the sound, man. I mean, the whole stadium. And everybody's hands just went up. I was like, they know this song. And they all went nuts, man. It was just mad. Wow. And then all of my tracks, one by one, you know, and, uh, you know, it was like, uh, as soon as the first note of any song would start, everyone was just like, Hands up, they all knew all the signs. Really? And I was like, it's so amazing to, to see that. And then on the side of the stages were the whole of Jacko's teams and his people, his, his whole entourage. And they were on the side of the stages doing this all the time. And I was like, <laughs> hey, man, what is going on? And I was wow. like, they obviously like these tunes, man. And I'm sure Jacko behind there, he would be like,
0: I love you, Belly. <laughs> <laughs> Bally, you've got so much under your belt. We just want to play a quick little game about your albums because we're excited about the new album. But I'm going to just, we're all going to just throw a name of one of your albums at you. And you just tell us in one word, the feeling that comes to you when you hear the title of that album. And the reason why I'm doing this is because your albums have so many feelings for other people. Let's flip it back on you and hear what you got to say about this. So ready? I'm going to give you three albums. is going to give you three and then Kedge will give you three. Okay. One word to describe. Wham, bam.
1: Oh, um, probably the starting point for me. One word, Bally. <laughs> starting point. Starting. starting. Starting.
0: Okay. Star crazy.
1: Oh, um, soothing.
0: Nice. You do like to get a bit of this interest, don't you? I like that. Um, and essential ragger.
1: Vibes.
3: Yes.
0: Touching, in. touch over to you. All
3: right. Over to me. Uh, Magic Touch.
1: Um, the Greatest. Oh, lovely.
0: I'll let that go. Wham Bam 2. Overdue.
3: Late. <laughs> uh, um, Bally, not Tommy. Sorry, sorry.
1: Uh, what can I say? Um, Massacre.
3: Ah. lovely and Bollywood flashback
2: ah oh, um,
1: oh, I can't say it in one word um, I would
3: say love this um, time
1: I mean give us, give us a phrase the world oh it got me my world audience that I wanted Yes, oh, wow.
2: How about Rising from the East? Oh, me, Star Crazy 2. Um, epic <laughs> and Hanji.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a,
1: such a word. <laughs> yeah, there is, of course, it is. Yeah, the, whole, the whole Hanji is outright bangana, it's loose, it's it's crazy, it's all Botana and everything. So, that's like a proper you
0: know it's a punjabi oh. virus man <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what's so great about you as well bali is, is you, you're just you're happy you're happy and you're comfortable as bali sagu you've you've totally acknowledged way before you know us because of you know being older and also as a pioneer you've acknowledged all sides of your culture you're indian you're, you're urban you're mm-hmm. midlands you're you know your roots your history your mum and dad's music all of that and you embody that you're just true that that makes you true that makes you real and um and honestly i just i'm so glad you made the time for us this means so much to us and um and i i'm I just i'm vibing off of just your happiness right now so mm-hmm. good luck with the album we'll be listening on the 28th of march when it comes out whatever it's called just search for it however you stream <laughs> your music um and, t- and turn it up and test your sound systems oh okay can you just tell us what track number in the album is the new sound system tester don't oh, tell me the name oh. of it just tell me the number of the song um, go to, uh, if you want to test your speakers it's track number i think, number.
1: All, I, think uh, oh, I, I think all of them really all um, of them um, oh, okay uh, yeah i mean they they've all got uh, something I mean it's not about it's not about the bass I mean obviously but that is one of the key things with me So yeah. I mean it's, you know they've all got a different vibe on there I mean you know there's something for everyone you know I'm sure your mom dad will like a certain track the guys in the in the clubs will like it there's some Punjabi house music on there oh. uh, there's some reggae on there so I've done you know I've got my little mellow vibes I per, I personally like my mid tempo tracks more Um, If people ask me, what's your favourites, You know, I love all the Juralia's and the Aapki Nazroun's and Nuri. You know, I I always like those kind of uh, epic ballads because I think that's what I shine more on. So one of my favorite songs on there uh, is a girl from Punjab. Um, I was just talking to her earlier on, and she's like, my God, my song is coming this week, and she's so happy, man. I'm so happy for her. Um, And it's one of my favorite songs, and I think it's totally different than... Most of the other tracks. And there's a disco song on there as well, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What can I say? i just done a bit of everything. I mean, and, and, you're, and right you're not also- going to like everything, but I'm sure there's something that you'll like. Because it's like one of those things, man. I mean, you may not like track four or track two. You'll like track nine or you like this. Yeah. But I'm, I've tried to make sure that there's something totally different on each sort of journey with every yeah. song. Like, this song should not be like that. That song should not be like that. So, you know, maybe if you don't like this one, you like that one. And that's always been on all of my albums. I've never made all of my albums with the same thing on there. Like, you know, some people use the same beat. You know? <laughs> I, 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 you don't no, want to go there. No, no, but, no. yeah, I mean, I've got different things for everyone.
0: So, so, yeah. the, but i think that all of those things are you you are all those things that's, that that's what's going to be nice and true about it look love it thank you uh, as always and we look forward to seeing you and properly celebrating um you know yeah. in each other's company properly uh, when yeah, all this madness yeah. is over uh, thank you so much bali sagu
1: thank you so much guys 28th my album's coming out Twenty eighth, guys